right. Well, um, hi y'all. Welcome to episode 37, also known as the last episode. Um, this is definitely bittersweet. Um, I actually, uh, just finished listening to my first episode, which I put out in May, 2021. And, I was struck by how hopeful I was, right? And how happy I was. And um, I listened to my mission and my mission never changed. You know, my mission in the first episode, I made clear in the beginning, I was saying that I was here to entertain. I wanted to shed some light on some issues. um, And I wanted veterans and soldiers to know that they're not alone. And I, you know, explained my story, right? And uh, everybody knows my story. (laughs) And... It's bittersweet because I do believe in my heart that it was the right thing to do at the time. Um, I enjoy very much uh, sharing laughter and love throughout my day. I love laughing more than anything else. Um, And I love making other people laugh. And I I love like just identifying different laughs in people. And it's just one of my favorite things. And um, I've always wanted to entertain in in any way that I can. You know, um, I was a when I was a little kid. Um, I actually did a little bit of charcoal uh, drawing, not that it was great, um, but I enjoyed it. And then I lost that. And then um, I started uh, just like um, a sports pretty much at a young age, you know, so I was very athletic my whole life. And then I, you know, stopped that. And then I decided to get into photography. And then that led me to the army and then which is all by accident. And then I ended up being a combat photographer, um, or ComCan 25 Victor for the army for quite a few number of years. And I had a lot of uh, fun doing it. I loved sharing stories and I loved taking photos and videos and interviewing people. And I was very lucky. I spent a lot, a bulk, a huge bulk of my career with the coalition. And I learned a lot from, from them. And I'm happy to say I have two really good friends that, you know, one's from Italy, one's from Germany. We speak often and I'm really happy that they're in my life. And I wouldn't have met them if I hadn't decided to be creative in some way, right? Because like I said, the photography led me to combat camera and combat camera led me to these two friends. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, I, you know, I was, you know, married and divorced after the army. Um, I've had three husbands, you know, um, and at somebody who just turned 51 and was uh, recently dating, It was interesting because I always feel that there's double standards in life, like, um, you know, which I'm not happy about. And I've discussed before on this podcast, but as someone who's 51 and has had three husbands, I always felt like I could tell right away if it was going to work or not. But I also found it interesting of how many people I went out with. I went on 73 dates, right? And I find it fascinating of how many people I met in person and there was like no chemistry, there was no magic. And I don't understand why that happens to some people and that happens to me, but didn't happen to me. Like, I don't know, I, I looking back at my 73 dates, right? I am friends with a handful of you. And that's great because, you know, we never had that like love collect, you know, connection kind of thing, right? But I don't know, like, I I hope I entertained, I made some good friends. Um, Through my journey with the podcast, you know, I learned quite a bit about myself. Um, I learned what I like, what I don't like. I learned what I want, I learned what I don't want. And I also learned that putting this podcast together with the mission of entertaining and helping others, um, 
backfired for myself for a little bit. Um, I love to make people laugh, right? So I started talking about uh, things that would make people laugh, you know, and it would it would help me get throughout my day on social media, Facebook specifically. And I realized that I was actually putting myself in a place where my possible dates didn't want to date me because there was, you know, a, there was two guys in, in particular who were kind of like, mm, uh, you know, you seem really like nice and you seem like pretty and the whole bit, but we don't want to be part of a podcast, you know, and I was always like, I understand that. But I, you know, I protect privacy. And they're like, we get it. But no, right, in their own way. That's what they said. You know, there was a couple of uh, men who, <clears throat> in my, my view, my opinion, they tried to listen to my podcast to try to um not deceive me, but just try to win me over based on things that they heard that I said, right? And I felt like I put myself in a place that I didn't want to be in. I was always safe. I was always comfortable. You know, I'm 51. Um, I'm, I'm really confident in myself. You know, I'm really confident in my skin. Um, but I definitely came to a point where I possibly was entertaining you, but I wasn't getting... I wasn't putting myself in a place where I would end up happy. And that was my goal, right? My goal listening to the first episode was I wanted to entertain, I wanted to shed light. I wanted people to know they're not alone. But in a way, I kind of put myself in a position where I would end up alone. So what I decided to do the last uh, few weeks, this is why life is just so amazing. The last few weeks, you know, I started thinking a lot about my podcast. And I was like, I just don't know if I want to continue the podcast because I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. Um, I was starting to get like negative uh, feedback on my uh, different social media posts. And, <clears throat> and it was, um, some of it was myself, you know, like I, I put myself out there, right? So if I put myself out there, and I put my life out there, I can't be angry or upset if people give me negativity back, right? Anything you try to build that's positive, you're always going to get critiques, right? But I started getting too many jokes that were basically saying I was always sucking dick, I was always sleeping with people, and I was basically a whore, right? And none of those things are true. Um, I've had sex with incredibly very few people in my life, um, which shocks a lot of people, but my relationships um, have been fairly long, right? So I'm only 51, like, fuck, you know, like, um, I'm not going to have had sex with that many people. Um, so those kinds of jokes um, are funny. I mean, I get it, you know, like I started talking about dick on my social media because it was funny, right? And it kind of tied into my podcast. And it was like sassy and funny. And I do think that, unfortunately, I kind of painted myself in a corner, and it made me unhappy. And I don't feel like at 51, I don't feel like any of us should continue to do something if we don't get happiness from it, right? So this podcast is coming to an end. And I knew that it was going to come to an end because I was starting to get really unhappy with the negative negativity coming back to me, right? So what I had been thinking about doing was just a way to wrap it up. I knew the season was coming to an end, which I ended yesterday, which was season five. And I was just like, how am I going to end this other than just be like, hey, guys, I just don't feel like doing it anymore. So it was like on the back of my mind, this is why life is awesome. So as you know, CG and I broke up in September. And I wasn't expecting the breakup. And um, it made me really sad. And I, I uh, didn't know what I wanted to do. And I also felt like, you know, he was number 69. Um, 
I didn't want to go on any more dates, you know, like I and it's not like I wasn't having fun on the dates, like I had fun going out. I love chatting with people. I love talking about, excuse me, I'm getting over a cold. Not COVID, I promise, just a cold. But I was just like, I love talking to people. I love like human interaction. I love the study of just storytelling. And I love um, just finding out why people do what they do, right? And then I love sharing people's stories, right? So as you know, I started college and I was... um, I fell in love with literature again, right? And I started uh, writing a couple papers, talking to my professor, um, you know, like offline, like, you know, out of the classes. And I was just like, oh my God, I read this book. Did you read this book? And it was awesome because, you know, as someone in college who was 50 at the time, I find college fucking fascinating. I'm taking it online because I'm still an army recruiter. It's it's a course that's eight weeks at a time. You get three credits. I fucking love it. Um, Literature specifically, though, just was like kind of like a game changer for me. Like it just made me, ignited my fire of creativity and it made me realize that I love I love people who tell good stories right so I did a paper with Harper Lee and she's fascinating to me and uh, you know her her book To Kill a Mockingbird turned into a movie that everybody loves and I did a little bit of research on her life and I find what she did awesome you know she wrote the book you know it was an instant hit 1960 she won a Pulitzer and she was kind of like she never really wrote again you know and she was kind of like well you know I told my story You know what I mean? So she was like, I'm done. You know, I mean, she lived a very, you know, from what I can tell, happy life. And she did help other significant like artists, you know, um, when you get time, Google her, she's fucking amazing. Um, But when I read To Kill a Mockingbird, I was kind of like, you know, I kind of feel that way. Like I was just like, not that my podcast by any means can be compared to Kill a Mockingbird or by any means up for a Pulitzer. But I felt like, you know, I told my story, you know, it's like I was divorced. I wanted to turn it around. I went on dates. Hopefully I made you guys laugh. I know for a fact I helped a few of you in the middle of the night. And I'm happy by that, you know, because you were sad and you needed somebody. And I was there and I'm very proud of that. But when I read about Harper Lee, I was kind of like, you know, kind of kind of relate to that. I think I'm kind of done, you know. So, you know, this was the literature class, right? You know, CG and I broke up in September. Uh, I was wrapping up this class in like October, November. Um, and I also started, you know, mostly because I was talking to my professor a lot. Um, I started reading um, more about Ernest, Ernest Hemingway. And uh, with uh, actually, first date number 43, a while back on that weekend trip that we took, which is awesome to the Keys, I actually went to Hemingway House. And I remember walking in the house and then looking at the wall of wives and these are cute little cats with the extra toes and the whole bit. And I remember thinking, God, this is awesome. I remember I used to like you know, like Ernest Hemingway when I was younger, right? And I was like forced to read him somewhat in high school. I was like, I remember like liking him. And I remember thinking, I mean, it was a fun weekend trip and I'm glad 43 and I went, but I remember thinking, ah, you know, I need to pick up a book. I need to like get back into it. And then life went on and it didn't happen. Um, So in this class after, you know, we talked a little bit about Harper Lee and some other like amazing authors, I got back into Ernest Hemingway. And there's so many things about Hemingway that I, I liked a lot about the way he lived his life and the way he wrote. Um, but he is pretty famous for saying things like, um, you can't write about life until you live, you know? And I kind of feel like, um, I feel that way too. Like, I feel like the podcast for me, um, I was out there living my life. Um, I was happy with what I was doing, you know, as far as the podcast, but the negativity was really starting to get to me. And I don't feel like, any of us, as I said before, should continue anything if you don't get happiness from it anymore, right? One of the things I like about Hemingway is um, there's just so many, th- like, there's so many, like, great books, like, 
um, God, there's, I mean, I could go on and on about Hemingway, but the thing that I like about him the most is in his life, he was on a journey, right? And he was famous for saying things like, every man's life um, ends the same way. You know, it's the details of how you live your life and how you die that distinguishes you from one another, right? And I love, I love like things about him that he's written and said, and all of that, um, as I said, was kind of in my mind the last few weeks. I was like, you know, uh, or last few months, rather, I was just like, I, I think I'm going to end this podcast. So this is October, November, you know, my life goes on, I'm in college, I took a business class, I, I'm on the honor roll, and I'm really proud of myself for that. And um, we're taking a little bit of a break, you know, because of the holidays, and I start a next class soon, January 9th. Um, but I was also thinking, you know, like, I'm, I'm dating, I'm, I'm having difficulty in connecting to people. And I know for a fact that I can't connect, because I still have feelings for CG, right? So uh, when we broke up, you know, we, we, we broke up, it was a clean cut, you know, there was no, um, there was no text, there was no Facebook messenger, there was no, we weren't even Facebook friends. Um, there was just no connection, like we, we was it, we were done. And I was really sad. And um, he broke up with me. And uh, I never thought that we would get back together. Um, so I was sad. And I was like, just trying to process that, you know, and he was on his own journey, you know, like things were happening in his life at the same time, you know, when we broke up in September, or he broke up with me in September, but whatever, when our relationship ended in September, my life went one way, his life went another, you know, we cut ties, you know, so I was like focusing on college, focusing on my job, you know, trying to do a good, um, a good job as I can, because recruiting is very stressful still, right? But I managed to do that. I managed to focus on, uh, and I'm, pr- I'm pretty good. I'm not the worst recruiter out there. I'm not the best, but I do find um, when I'm able to help enlist somebody who really needs it, and they come back to me, I find that so rewarding. And uh, so I'm going to continue to do the best job that I can as a recruiter, as long as the Army wants me to, right? My goal is to retire. So I'm going to do the best I can, right? Um, I'm going to embrace it. Like life's like what you make of it, right? I'm going to do the best. Um, focus on college. I'm probably never going to use my my bachelor's degree, but I am not going to give up until I get it, right? So I'm like really happy for that. Uh, love my dog. He turned five. He's awesome. He's happy. He's healthy. Um, I'm going to keep um, focusing on things that are important to me, right? So all of that to say, I knew that the podcast was no longer important to me. Um, so what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to explain what happened with CG and I, but I'm also just going to make it clear that I'm going to keep my uh, podcast for my Instagram going. And I'm going to keep because it's just an Instagram account, right? It's on my phone. If you guys need something in the fucking middle of the night, fucking text me, message me, fucking contact me, you know, I'm most likely going to eliminate my personal Facebook at some point soon. Um, it's just not giving me happiness anymore. Um, and as I said before, something doesn't give me happiness, like, why, why hold on to it, you know, um, Instagram's less dramatic. So I'm going to keep that going. Um, I'm going to keep my podcast on YouTube, um, probably for an eternity because my other podcast veterans cafe podcast is still there. So I'll keep this there on my YouTube channel. Um, and I use uh, Buzzsprout, which I think is fucking awesome. If you want to do your own podcast, I'm going to keep that going for at least a calendar year and then most likely eliminate it. Or as CG has said before, since this is a reboot, you never know, right? Maybe I will want to talk about what happened, like, you know, in our happy ending. Um, maybe I want to talk about how we're blending our families like you just never know like maybe I'll be inspired to be creative again in some way right so I don't know we'll just see what happens but okay so 
now. Here you go. So it's so funny that this happened for so many reasons. But as I said, I was thinking about ending my podcast, thinking about ending social media. Um, CG and I, as you know, uh, went on an amazing fucking like Hallmark movie first date, right? He and I met on social media on Facebook specifically, I don't know, like 11, 12 years ago ish, who knows, right? Exactly, but at least 10. Um, But he was married, I was married, but we were both funny, right? And we were both like obsessed with CrossFit. So we both became mutual friends and mutual friends with a lot of people. He was just one of them that, I mean, I found directly from from CrossFit. So it wasn't unusual for me to interact with people on my personal Facebook, right? Because, you know, I think I'm funny and I always like to just entertain and be entertained, right? So I was on it a lot, sharing memes, jokes, videos, a whole bit. So he and I connected, as you know, on social media. And then eventually, um, we actually, I shot my shot in October <laughs> of, of let's, 2020. What, so October 2021, right? Um, October 19th specifically, I was at home and I sent him a Facebook message and I was basically flirting with him and it took him like a little bit to realize that I was flirting with him because I'm not really good at flirting. <laughs> anyway, um, we we became friends and we started chatting. I mean, we were already friends, but we started like talking every day and we started really long phone calls and then we went on our first date meeting in person for the first time Um on Christmas, right? So that's why we always called it a Hallmark Christmas first date because it's fucking awesome, right? So it was a great weekend. We, you know, we got along really well. Not very many people, I think, could um, want to hang out with somebody and then not have that person be on their nerves because we were together for like four days straight, right? Which is pretty awesome if you think about it. Anyway, and we weren't tired of each other. And I know I was sad to leave. Anyway, so we went on a relationship. As you know, we saw each other as often as we could at average once a month, sometimes more, sometimes less. Things were going great. Um, we were making plans for our future. Um, at that point, I thought my, um, I've been extended again, um, from what I can tell for the army uh, right now. Anyway, so we were making our future plans about, you know, eventually I'm going to leave New York, right? I'm going to PCS. I was going to do my best to PCS near him because he has two human children, right? And um, of course, you know, it would be difficult for him to leave and they were young, they're still younger, um, youngish. Anyway, so um, we were like, well, we'll just keep dating long distance. You know, I want you in my life every day. You want me in your life every day. We're going to make this work. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, including myself, because this is my second long distance relationship, long distance is hard. It's really hard. And uh, especially because like, you know, we got engaged and, you know, we were making plans, but like life gets in the way, you know, like um, I had surgery and it was hard for him because he couldn't join me. Um, I had a 60 day con leave, right? And he couldn't join me for that time, obviously, because, you know, he was living in a different state with his job. I mean, who could take two months off of work, right? So that was hard. I mean, I ended up seeing him you know, during that con leave and he made me feel better. And I talked to him every day and, you know, he was good. It's just, it's hard, you know? And then, um, just with work, you know, I have different points in my career where um, recruiting is more stressful than others. So I would complain and he would feel frustrated because he couldn't help me, you know. So we saw each other once a month, but day to day life is very different, you know, than if you're like on FaceTime or you're calling someone and, you know, it's um, it's hard. Right. So um, unfortunately, you know, um, we broke up in September. So as I said, life went on. He went one way. I went the other Um Christmas was coming up, right, this past year, because today is what, January 2nd, right? So Christmas was coming up. Um, I never stopped loving him. I um, 
most people probably would judge me for that, but I never stopped loving him. Like we just connected um, on social media and in real life, you know, that day when we broke up and I, I'm proud to say that I never stopped loving him, but I didn't think it would work out. So I never, I think I'm too proud sometimes, right? I never reached out, you know? So um, I didn't Facebook stalk or anything like that because it, it would make me sad. In fact, actually, he went on a date or he went on a few dates and uh, he took a, a couple of um, selfies with a, another female. And this is another reason I don't like social media. Somebody I don't even know sent me the photos one day and it just killed my heart, you know, because it, it's a selfie, right? So everybody looks happy, of course. But in my heart, I was just like, how could he move on so quickly? You know, so it was really hard for me. So as I said, you know, li my life went one way, his life went the other, everybody copes in different ways, you know, like I would go out I, I, with people I couldn't connect. So I decided to stop dating, you know, um, things happened in his life, he decided to stop dating. And then we got closer to Christmas of this year, right? So as I said, I didn't Facebook stock. The only images I saw were the ones sent to me. And um, I was just like, gosh, life sucks, but it'll get better eventually. You know, I was like, I'm going to keep focusing on school, uh, keep focusing on work, my dog, you know, boxing, which I love. And then life will, life will be good, Tracy. And then, you know, I talked to my mom quite a bit. And she was just like, you know, maybe you'll meet the right person when you leave New York. I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, whatever. Life's fine. I'm, I'm totally okay. So and as everybody says, when you're okay, and when you're at peace, and when you realize that you don't need somebody in your life is when, bam, that fucking person shows up, right? Everybody says that. And I think it's true. And it's true in my case. So I was already adjusted to the fact that, meh, you know, life's good. I'm just gonna go out with my friends, um, you go out with my dog, live my life. I was happy. And December 23rd um, happened. And I got a Facebook message from CG and I like I did like a triple take, right? Because I was just like, is that really for one, I'm fucking blind and wear contacts. But I was like, is that really him? And I looked again, I'm like, holy fuck, that is him. And uh, he said something very sweet. And uh, it was something to the effect of like, I wish we could go back in time. And I wish I could see you for Christmas this year versus last year. Something like that, I'm paraphrasing. And um, right, my professors would be proud. And I... Um, saw it and it, it made my heart happy. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know if I should do this because who wants to get hurt again, right? So, and I had been pretty um, vocal on my social media. I mean, not nasty, but I had been pretty vocal, basically saying, yeah, you know, we're not going to get back together. Like, um, the breakup was hurtful. And um, it's just not going to happen. So, when I saw that, I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. And I reached out to a friend of mine. And, um, and it was funny, because, you know, he answered right away. And he was like, literally, because I sent him a, a screenshot. And he was just like, Oh, my God, do not answer, do not answer, do not answer, like delete it, do not answer. And I thought about it. And I think about seven hours later, <laughs> I decided to just um, heart it, you know, with a red heart emoji. And then I was like, fuck it, you know, fuck it, right? You only live once. Um, obviously, I still love him. I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll, you know, fuck it, right? Um, and we started speaking again, and we ultimately got back together. And 
we're making plans this time uh, that are much more realistic for us and our relationship and our situation. I don't know when I'm going to PCS. We originally thought it was May of 2023. It looks like it's changed to October of 2023. Um, there's a lot happening within the Army with new SIPs systems like IPSA and the whole bit. So I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to move. So after a lot of talking, a um, lot of really long, awesome, wonderful phone calls, um, CG has decided to move to New York. And I am so fucking excited. Um, we have a loose time frame because, of course, you know, moving from one state to the other with human children is challenging. So I'm, I'm respecting his decisions and his timeline. Um, and I think long distance is really hard. And I think the fact that he's willing to move to eliminate long distance, because that was really, honestly, the only problems we had was just like, we just live so far apart, like the day to day things were really hard. And it became hard over time. You know, as I said before, like, if I have a bad day at work, and I'm complaining to you on the phone, it's completely different than if I come home, and you're there, and you hand me a beer, and you give me like a nice hug, like it's totally different, you know, than if I call you, and I'm like, motherfucker, I can't believe that, you know, it's totally different, right. So we talked about that a lot. And I'm really hopeful. And um, I'm really excited for our future together. Um, I can't wait for him to get here. Um, our life is going to be fucking awesome. And I cannot wait because he's decided to make this huge sacrifice um, to end the long distance so we can actually move forward. And I'm really happy that we're back together and we're moving forward. And as I said before, just going back listening to my first episode, I was so hopeful and so happy. And I think legitimately, I'm in that place again, I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm happy. And life is what you make it guys and I'm moving forward and fucking just live your life you know um I don't know where I'm gonna be you don't know where you're gonna be but fuck it live your life you know um we're all broken in some ways right um but being broken is what the light lets the light in you know like when you're broken you have cracks light comes in and I was heartbroken and love and light came in and I wish the same for all of you Bye.